penis. <laughs> Welcome to Respawn Any Fire, the kick <laughs> Kickass Reverend Gaming Podcast from Alpha Idiots. I'm one of your host, Adam. Said a bad word at the top of the show, the demonetize it, baby Gumbert. And today we have with us two special guests, two young lads. One is eating a pizza. The other one doesn't have pizza in Canada, we just found out. The first one, though, Alex Cozina, because someone else is chewing. So I said just before, sorry, normally you start off by going with Chad first, not going to me. But yeah, I guess you have to put me on the spot because I said a falsehood, a lie just before we went live. I said that we didn't have any Papa John's pizza in Canada. That is incorrect. Oh, um, Papa John's pizza, not like an especially common chain in Canada, but we do have one. There's actually one relatively close to where I live in Laval, which is like the island uh, city that's like directly north of Montreal. Um, what I was thinking of and what I got Papa John's confused with was Jimmy John's, the sandwich oh, place. We don't, have, yeah. don't really have that one in Canada. Both different John. Johns. One poaches rhinos, the other one's a racist. That's true. Yeah. It, in fact, I actually just, like, I went looking up Jimmy John's just to confirm that, like, we, in fact, uh, don't actually have them in Canada. And a, a news story from CTV News published in January of 17th, uh, Jimmy John's coming to Canada, first location to open in the greater Toronto area. Wow. So, yeah, it, we will have it in the future, but we don't actually have it now. Is the is the king okay with all those American businesses opening up in one of his territories? Or king doesn't give a shit. You think he hasn't even ever been here? Probably. You're probably right. And we also have with us eating a pizza. I hope you're done because we've stalled long enough. Chad, got Michael, one out of three slices down into my belly. It's also still so weird to me. Like when you say the king, like it sounds like it's a Game of Thrones type thing. It's it's mm. weird to me that there is a king now, and not yeah. I guess the UK. They're still the UK, yeah. right? They pulled out of I the think. EU, yes. but they're not the UK. I mean, they are the UK. They're not the EU anymore. Mm -hmm. But also, the UK does not include parts of, like, Scotland or something, or Wales. Like, I think the whole Scotland British is its own Isles. country or something. I don't, I don't it's, know. It's, Did you know that when they were part of the EU, they were actually called the EUK? You but would, they scrubbed you would it from everyone's memory. A, like being on the metric system that they would be so smart about their shit and everything would be figured out and make sense and then they go and do shit like let's name our thing 45 things that all mean slightly different versions of each other and none of them are the same get out of here if only they were like america perfect perfect in every mm -hmm. way nothing's bad at all mm -hmm. absolutely Got both just of those awful johns we mentioned earlier <laughs> straight up american <laughs> absolutely catch us live on twitch.tv slash alpha idiot sunday evening at 8 30 eastern time youtube and podcast services tuesday mornings at 9 a.m upcoming on today's show we've got a big xbox story that's just breaking right now that's cool we get breaking news on the show but first we're gonna start with something else something called state of play it's state of play time from logan plant at IEGN.com. So, say to play happened last week. We're going to talk about some of the announcements. You guys stop me if anything's interesting. Otherwise, I will just read through this list. Okay. You got it. <laughs> this fucking title. Death Standing 2 is officially titled Death Standing 2 on the Beach. <laughs> it's so Hell dumb. yeah, it is. Hell the yeah. Only thing, oh, the only thing stupider <laughs> than the title Death Stranding, whatever the fuck that means, is Death Stranding 2 on the Beach. 
Oh, it's so good. Norman Reedus is saying Porter Bridges returns, and it appears he's facing off against a new group called Drawbridge. No, incorrect. He is allied with, with Drawbridge. Yeah. Facing yeah. with a group. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, uh, also, anything fun, to say about fun this one? story. Go ahead. Um, Strand, S-T-R-A-N-D, means beach in German, and I believe many other languages. Oh, so it's Death Beach 2 on the Strand is what it would be in German. Death beaching on the beach. We're going to... Very cool. <laughs> this is Ken from the Barbie movie, who his job is beach. <laughs> God, I hope Ryan Gosling shows up in this thing. It is not... I mean, every other celebrity has had themselves scanned into this thing. I hope Ryan Gosling as Ken is beaching and death beaching too <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> it wouldn't be crazy. Now again, remember when I stop reading a story, if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. Otherwise, I will continue to move on. I am. Uh, That's the name of. Oh, sorry, it. this game. It. it has reignited a desire in me to go back and finish Death Stranding one, which I enjoyed Same. what I played of. But I uh, something else came out, and I said I'm going to go back to this, and then I went back to it. Didn't remember how to play it. The black gooey guys killed me so fast, and I was like, I hate this. I'm going to restart it on easy mode, and then I never got around to that. So I am going to go back and do one sometime this year. Yeah, I'm in the exact same boat. Death Stranding one, a game that I enjoyed what I played of it, but I got to a point where I just wasn't quite feeling it. Uh, got distracted by something else. Never went back to it. Definitely will play it again because I have watched this trailer, not, not just this trailer, but especially the segment where what's his face fights the other dude with the guitar like a million times since this trailer's debut. I am all in. What I will say that choreography this? was very good. Oh, that's the thing. It's stupid. You guys are like, mm -hmm. not you guys, people. Kojima, so good. Perfect art tour. Everything is perfect. It's amazing. There's never been a smarter human being on the, on the planet. And then he makes a game called On the Beach, and you don't know what's happening, but you'll tell yourself you do, so you feel smart. Um, game's gorgeous. I will give it that. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. I'm glad weirdos like Kojima exist and are given money to make weird stuff. Not going to play it. Don't like the first one. Got six hours in that. Said, fuck, this game is awful. Uh, no interest in playing this game. It looks pretty. It will be stupid like the first one. <laughs> Moving on. But this one has a little um, puppet man. I do like the puppet. It doesn't make sense, and I'm sure it's stupid, but he animates pretty cool. Um, Kojima confirmed his studio is working on a new IP for PlayStation. It's an action espionage game, much uh, and much like many of Kojima's productions projects, will attempt to blur the line between video game and film. We don't have an official title for the project. The sub the placeholder title was was it Fizzent or whatever? I don't know. No, I think the placeholder word. title was Metal Gear Smallid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like we're not making basically. Metal Gear Solid. We're making Schmetal Gear Schmollets starring Schmollets make. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. This is exciting, uh, Rise? honestly. Oh, you know, like, like Metal Gear Solid, that franchise is whatever it's going to be for the rest of time now, and it's never going to get anything new or interesting that's worthwhile in that universe, aside from remakes, in my opinion. But then to have it be like, yeah, you know what? I can start over in a different universe and create something else wild and stupid with all the same gameplay mechanics and all the same shit like that and just take you on a brand new ride without all the baggage of Metal Gear Solid and its multiple entries. So I'm, I'm excited for this one. Alex, this is your favorite franchise. I, again, I, I didn't even play the original Death Stranding to completion, but like this trailer, this trailer absolutely killed it. I feel like... No, I'm talking about uh, we're, talking, we're talking about Schmelgear Schmollet, Alex. We're done with we're done with Death Beaching. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. All this Kojima stuff gets very confusing, very easy to get distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, Metal Gear Solid, good time. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Kojima fan. Um, Rise of the Ronin is out March 22nd, and Team Ninja gave us the best look we've seen so far at the upcoming action game. Got a look at the hub world of Yokohama and a one-on-one sword combat with a parry system. My only thing here is I like Team Ninja. I like the ideas they go for. I just wish they had another budget. Like, looking at this, I'm like, yes, this reminds me of Open World Wolong, which was fun, but I felt like needed, like, another year of development to make it something really special. This will probably be, like, a pretty cool game that just could have used another year to be really special, like all their games. Uh, that's just me, because I played them all, and they're all fine. Um, I don't know what ooh, I was doing during it. that trailer, but I do not remember the Rise of the Ronin trailer. It's like, it, it looked like Assassin's Creed, like he grapple hooks to something and then puts out the little wings and then he does that at the beginning of the trailer. Assassin's Creed, but the combat is definitely pretty Soulsborne-esque. Yeah. Like, it's like no joke. Very Sekiro. Yeah, I think I got it um, peed. There you go. But I do remember him seeing, uh, like, flying out with the little wingies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one's very cool. We get to see Hayden Pantieri in 4K Until Dawn Remaster coming to PS5 and PC this year. We got to look at the remaster's enhanced graphics and learn the developer Ballistic Moon is handling the project. This is why they delisted the old one, because they want you to get the new one, everyone. Do you think that they could not afford Rami Malek's likeness in this one, and that's why they didn't show him the trailer? Because they showed everyone else. You think they're getting someone else for his role? No, I, I I tell they are doing less work than you're trying to give them credit for. <laughs> they took those old assets and they're like, let's touch it up and make it look better. I don't I don't think there will be anything new in this game besides it looking and running better. Well, you got to assume that they still have to pay Hayden Panettiere and and friends, right? Probably not. You they're probably so? like, we don't need anything new. This just yeah, like when they remaster old movies, they don't have to repay the actors. They're just remastering an old movie, right? Well, they still, uh, well... It's the same performance. There's nothing new. It's just, it's the exact same thing you got paid for. We're just making it prettier. They're not doing anything different. So why would you need to pay new act- pay the actors again? Well, you would, would, assume, you would pay the know. actors in a movie again. Because, I mean, you still get, anytime your movie gets replayed or distributed... Well, you get residuals. Or anywhere, you get, yeah, residuals. But I don't yeah. know that game contracts are that developed by that time that they would have even thought I think a lot of them are... Here's your money for your weeks of worth. Good goodbye. Yeah, here's here's the two hundred dollars we can afford to pay you for your likeness in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah, uh, cozy. You gonna get the platinum on this? I mean, this will probably be how I finally go and play it. Even though I do technically own uh, the original Until Dawn because it was like a PlayStation Plus game at some point. Um, although this is not like a game that I'm necessarily running to. We had fun when we played that one game in the dark pictures with the mature student. Yeah. Yeah, That's the the name of the the game now is mature student. That was a fun time. I'm not like running to immediately go and play this. Speaking of mature student, right? (laughs) I will say that until dawn is a better, the game than the one that we played. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Just a heads up. Um, let's see. Oh, we got a deep dive on Stellar Blade, the action game coming from developer Shift Up and publisher Sony Interactive Entertainment. The game is coming April 26, 2024. Anime that game was a, it, That was a not very good trailer for it, but I, I still have faith that the game will be good despite that. Yeah, I just have interest right. in anime games. I remember seeing the reveal trailer for that last year and being like, oh shit, that actually like has some cool monster designs and all of that, and then this... This trailer just made me want... It made me hate it because the trailer was 
I guess it's not a trailer. It's a deep diver. It's just some boring narrator telling yeah. you how all the game systems work and how all these things that you don't have context for are going to be cool, but you can't trust her because she's a spy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the they didn't mention bad. anything of like. They didn't mention anything of like a demo for this game coming up, did they? Not that I know. Not that of. I remember. I mean, it comes out in two months. So. I, I only mention that because, like, I remember Near Automata being a game that, like, also in the lead up to its release, there was a lot of uncertainty of like, will this game be good? Will it not be good? The original game, kind of a cult classic. We don't know if this game will live up to it. And that game had a very well received demo prior to its release that I feel it got everyone jazzed. I feel like this is a game that could also really benefit from a demo. But I know demos are a lot of work, and a lot of developers don't want to go through with them. This game reminds me of at least a less exciting version of the fuck. It was, I know it went into Game Pass and then people liked it. It was an anime game from like three years ago where you played as two protagonists. Uh, Recore. Near. No. Automata. The vampire game. It's not the vampire one. I was thinking of Code Vein, but that's not it. I can't remember what it was, but people liked Neon, it. Neon Scarlet something? Scarlet Nexus. That's exactly what I'm thinking. There we go. This looks like a less exciting version of that. And that's a game I also didn't play. Um... Catcom shares another Dragon Dogma 2 trailer. Fuck yeah. Think those. This game, like, I, it was not on my radar necessarily. I've, al I've always had this, like, itch in the back of my brain that I've wanted to play Dragon's Dogma 1. And every time I put it on Barf, nobody ever votes for it. So I'm like, cool, I'm never going to play Dragon's Dogma 1. And then this trailer started, and I was like, fuck, this looks cool. It's a shame that Monster Hunter games never actually play this well. And then it wasn't a Monster Hunter game. It was like, oh my God, this is Dragon's Dogma 2, which means it could actually play this way. I could actually enjoy having fun doing And so, yeah, I'm... God, Dragon's Dogma looks so cool. Dragon's Dogma 2, y'all. Papa John's. Get on it. People who like Dragon's Dogma really, really like it. And I think it's it's not definitely not Monster Hunter because I played the first one. So I think... I don't know if you'll love it, but if you like it, you're going to really like it. I guarantee you. No, I thought it was Monster Hunter because I think it, the trailer opened with like a guy, you know, jumping up on top of a dragon. And I was like, yeah. that's how it looks in the trailer. But then you actually play Monster Hunter because I thought it was going to be a Monster Hunter trailer. Yeah, it was yeah. Capcom and all the shit. But and it turns out it was better. No. Yeah, much better. Uh, Sega revealed Sonic Cross Shadow Generations, which is an enhanced remaster of Sonic's Generations. New content featuring Shadow the Hedgehog. It's coming out in 2024. Alex, how hard did you get during this trailer? <laughs> Again, uh, this is another example where uh, I now don't have any excuse not to play this game. I um, It's funny. I played the Sonic game that came out just before this game, Sonic Colors. Sonic is so weird because like, people talk about Sonic as being this franchise where like perpetually every single Sonic game that comes out is bad. But like, it's really been a hilly up and down road where you have Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic 06 and Sonic and the Secret Rings all in a row and they're all very not good. Then you have Sonic Unleashed, which is like decent, has some good stuff to it. And then you have Sonic Colors and this game, uh, Sonic Generations, which are both considered great. And then it dips again and you get into Sonic Lost World and Sonic Forces and then it goes back up and you have Sonic, uh, the recent one, Frontiers and all that. Um, yeah, th th this is one of those a great Sonic game that I also feel like the kind of general narrative of Sonic would make you think it's not that great. Cause again, I think people tend to generalize and talking about the overall quality of these games. I will definitely play it when it comes out. I'm excited. I've owned generations for a long time. I've just never played it because everyone's like, no, this is one of the good ones, but I'm like, fuck, I'll just wait for shadow to be in the game too. And that sounds fun. I want to play that. Shadow's cool. Uh, 
Shadow's cool as shit. He's got guns. Uh, Konami revealed Silent Hill, the short message, a free-to-play Silent Hill spinoff available now. Konami also shared a new trailer for Silent Hill 2 Remake, but no release window, uh, release date or window was given. Why is this highlighted? I don't know. Konami's <laughs> okay, alligator did it, to... whoever that is. Yeah. yeah. I-, I was going to say, everybody had no problems with these announcements, no issues whatsoever. No, I just know that apparently that the free-to-play short message is supposed to be pretty bad, but I haven't played it, so I can't speak to it. I mean, it. I was, with regards to the short message, I was seeing a lot of mixed opinions. Like, I saw, like, Kotaku and Polygon had, like, previews up that were like, yeah, don't don't exactly love this. But I also was seeing some other impressions that were like, oh, it's actually pretty decent uh, for what it is. But I know everybody was, like, not down with the sickness that was the <laughs> Silent Hill 2 trailer. Yeah, I don't have any nostalgia for that game, so I don't understand the upsetness, but I also don't care and wouldn't play that game anyway, so... Same. Whatever I'm me. hopeful that Silent uh, Hill 2 is the first one that actually... Like, I hope it's good enough and everyone says, ah, this is the Resident Evil 2 remake of the Silent Hill things. They're like, well, maybe I'll play a game for the first time in the Silent Hill franchise and maybe I'll enjoy it. Who knows? I would like to. Yeah. What sucks about the whole Silent Hills 2 situation is like, if you want to play Silent Hill 2 in like the modern day, like you have this upcoming game that who knows whether or not it will be any good. Seems like it's trending for the worse. Uh, but then if you want to play the original version of Silent Hill 2, if you don't want to track down the like original PlayStation 2 release of it, your only option is the like really not good HD remaster of 2 and 3 that came out like a generation ago it, it's the one where like they, they for whatever reason they were very rushed for time and so they had to put like comic sans as like oh the text when they were like remastering a bunch of shit motherfucker it's not good yeah that is always funny as shit to me uh, a full trailer for judas was shown at state of play and it looks like a colorful dystopian game of first person combat also looks like bioshock yeah. ken levine is making a new bioshock game yeah this is going bioshock started in the ocean and then it went into the sky and now it's in space and i am so fucking into it yeah this looks like a, another it's like bioshock-esque game from ken levine uh which you know his team made the first bioshock and bioshock infinite and I'm, I'm pumped as shit. I cannot wait for this game. It looks great. I, it feels like the kind of game where I feel like I want to take it for a spin to see how its systems work. Because the way that they were hyping it up in the kind of press release that came out right after this trailer is like you'll be able to like affect the narrative of this game on a granular level based on the choices that you make, which sounds cool. But I want to see how that actually plays out. All right. Uh, next, V Rising is coming to PlayStation Five in twenty twenty four. Only thing about this is that like it was pretty popular when it first came out on PC, um, but I haven't heard much about it since then. So we'll see. Maybe that'll be full release. People get back into it. I didn't know it was a thing that was already out. I watched that trailer, yeah, pretty- and I remember texting the group. I was like, "Man, yeah, that game looks badass." And then I heard Andy Cortez talking about it, kind of funny, and said, "I was like, oh no, this game is more survival than Power World." And I said, "Fuck, I'm out." Yeah, no, it was very popular, but, and then, I think it was, like, hot for two weeks on PC, and then maybe not so much, but it'll probably be cool. I know that it's got the thing where you're, you play as a vampire, and, like, all the vampire lore is there, so, like, if people throw coins on the ground, your character has to stop to count coins, because apparently that's the thing in vampire lore, where they have to count, like, they're just, like, they're forced to count things, is, so if a vampire's trying to kill you, you throw coins on the ground, and they have to stop and count it before they can kill you. 
Is Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man a vampire? Is that what that whole movie's about? I think so. Where they drop all the toothpicks and he has to stop and count the toothpicks? <laughs> he has to stop, yeah. They, were, they didn't get that far in the movie, but they were going there. Uh, Dave the Diver is coming to PlayStation this April. Plus, we learned that Godzilla is coming to Dave the Diver in May of 2024. Fucking love that. Dave Diver's cool as shit. I'm glad it's coming more places. And put Godzilla in anything. That big fucker <laughs> makes me so happy. It's all it's all good. Um, Zenless Zone Zero is Hoyoverse's newest game, and today we learned it's in development for PlayStation 5. Who's Hoyoverse? Are they they're not the uh the they're, they're the uh not the Breath of the Wild people behind people, are they? Y yeah, they are. Okay. Um Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Excuse yes. me. Mm. All right. Anime titties. We'll Got get it. We'll get here at the end of the year, but one of Alex's predictions almost came true, but maybe didn't fully. Metro Awakening VR brings the long-running series to virtual reality later this year. Awakening is set before the events of Metro 2033, and will put players in the shoes of a doctor searching the Metro tunnels to find his wife. The one actually thought was pretty cool. This yeah. reminded me of, not fully, but it's like, oh, someone else is trying to do Half Like Alex. Mm. And get like as close to that as someone else can. Um, I don't know if it'll be that Which... good, but... It makes sense. Do either of you ever play any of the Metro games? I've played all of them, I think. I, I haven't beaten yeah. them, but I've played all of them. We played Metro yeah, the thing about First Light, whatever the first one is. Um, well, the first, like, 2033 yeah. is the first one. 2033 is the first one? What's the one that just... Exodus. Yeah. Only? Okay, so we played Metro 2033 for a barf game a long time ago. And then Got I played it. Metro Exodus. And it's it's like a series that... I want to like, but it never clicked and I didn't enjoy playing them, but I feel like that everything would change in VR. Like, like I mm. feel like I would really, really enjoy this game because it looks really beautiful for a VR game, at least from the trailer. Um, and, you know, benign, boring things are often really good in VR anyway. So. It, it, to your remark about them trying to make like Half-Life VR for the Metro universe, like that makes perfect sense because for me, playing those games, I was like, like there's no other first-person shooter out there that like, I feel emulates the like level design and feel of Half-Life as closely as the Metro games. Like the Metro games very specifically more so than so many other shooters feel like were spiritually continuing the kind of like mantle of the Half-Life series, not in terms of like characters or plot, but in just in terms of like the way that those games are constructed. Yeah, right, true. Uh, Legendary Tales is a new PSVR 2 game coming from Urban Wolf Games. First-person gameplay includes combat with magic, swords, hammers, bows, and arrows, and more in a fantasy environment. The biggest thing for me is that there is a very popular... Uh, it might have been MetaQuest 1 game. Um, I, it's maybe it's Sword and Sorcery? I don't know what it is, but it's basically like you can throw the sword in the air and catch it, and people mod lightsabers into it. This reminds me a lot of that game, where it's just like... Block with your sword in VR and then stab a dude to the back of the head. That looks pretty fun. I don't know how much I'd be into it, but I like the idea. It of comes it. out this week. We'll see how reviews oh. are. Yeah, it comes out the eighth. We'll believe. see. If you... Okay, very cool. Foam Stars out on PlayStation Plus next week, and Square Enix shared a new trailer showing off new characters coming to the competitive foam shooter. You guys have no excuse not to play it. It's free <laughs> on PlayStation. I told Plus. the crew I will play it once with y'all. You will have a fun one weekend. Yeah, I'm but you, I, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a squid inkling person, so I'm oh, not no, going to be a real inkling person. No, no, these are real characters, not dumb little squid kids. Yeah, but it's still, a, instead of diving into paint, you're diving into foam. Instead of painting the ground, you're, you're foaming the ground. 
But what if you were like a woman in a wet t-shirt and jumping into foam? Does that sound? That's does that the Hoyaverse version. <laughs> Zenla Zone Zero. Yeah. Uh, all right. PlayStation showed us a brief look at Helldivers 2. We got a look at the game's multiplayer shooter action ahead of its launch on February 8th. That's this week, folks. Helldivers 2 is here. Did you know? Already? It's here? <laughs> and that's what happened to State of Play. Which means it's time. Segment from Adam. Segment from Adam. Segment from Adam. Segment from Adam. So, we've decided to do something fun here. It was going to be a tier ranking, but that website is obnoxiously annoying. So, <laughs> we've decided something else. This is a living, breathing tier list that we're making in real time. All right? Chad, do you have the, the list up on the screen? I, I have State of Play announcements ranked, and I have one little bubble ready for us to okay. fill in things. So overall, just real quick, how did you guys feel about this State of Play? I would say that I like this one. I think it's more Jesus Christ, let me speak the word. More coherent than the last one, which was the Spider-Man ended it, but it was just a bunch of, here's our bunch of live service games, right? Was that the last one? This one, I, I liked the announcements more just because I thought things were more interesting. But it's also that thing where all of these games are Japanese, most of them. And Adam, you know, that's 50-50 for Adam. So I think right. overall, maybe this one should be better. But I just do prefer Spider-Man 2 over all the things shown here. But I think I care more about this than fucking money games or whatever <laughs> fair fair games is called or whatever so i don't know i think it's good i thought i think i'd probably like it more than that one overall yeah i i enjoyed this state of play overall i definitely enjoyed it more than the fair games games as a service uh showcase that we caught last year i, I really do think that death stranding the death stranding 2 trailer like really cemented this as being like genuinely really good i know we already talked a lot at the beginning of death stranding 2 and i know adam you're tired of hearing us sing oh, I'll, make fun of him all day. I'll make fun of him all day i don't care go for <laughs> but, it but like real talk real talk like i feel like going into this direct i did kind of have this feeling of and i definitely would imagine i was not alone in this of like death stranding one was what it was it was really unique but it was kind of divisive kojima has stated in the past that like he doesn't want to just make the same thing over and over again he wants to always experiment in new, new and weird things going into death stranding 2 is this game gonna like feel like uh we're just kind of rethreading through similar ground as before it kind of felt like mm, death stranding is 2 is like the one game that like kind of has to prove its reason to exist the most and i feel like that trailer more than delivered on that front. It really cemented, yeah, this is why we need a Death Stranding 2, because it is awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like that really... It, it, it provided a kind of end cap to what otherwise would have been an okay uh, presentation and made it great. Chad, how do you feel about it overall? I uh, More of these games hit with me than I think most state of plays have. So yeah, this is one that I actually was into. Even the games that I found out that I don't like were framed in a way like V Rising. That was a game that I knew that I wasn't going to like after I learned what it was, but I saw the trailer and I was like, fuck, that looks like a cool game. All right, dope. So we're going to start off. This is how I'm going to do this. We're going to talk about one game on the list and then we're going to put a game, the next game we talk about above or below it. And then the next game, we're basically doing 
And again, it has to win two out of three votes to continue. Once again, on one vote, that's its spot on the list. So we're kind of doing like an in-review ranking, but we're doing it for the state of play. We're going to start at the top. Death Stranding 2 trailer. It's the first thing here. It goes number one. It's got to go number one. Death Stranding 2 on the beach. <laughs> and again, to make it easy on you, Chad, you can abbreviate these however you feel. Um, next up, Kojima's new IP, Fissent or whatever. Metal Gear, not not solid or whatever you want to. Metal Gear Schmolid. Uh Is that going above no. or below Death Stranding 2? I say it, it kinda, has to go below because there's actually nothing was shown. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't think it'll rank at like the bottom when we complete this list, but like, yeah. Okay. Next up, Rise of the Ronin. Where do you think it goes in this list? Um, well, it showed real gameplay. It wasn't that impressive. So I guess number two, because even though I don't care about Death Stranding 2, at least it was pretty and interesting. Yeah. And the Rise of the Ronin looks generic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I peed during Rise of the Ronin, two. so I'm going to trust y'all. <laughs> it's okay. We're trustworthy. Until Dawn Remaster. Now, this is a good one. Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Hmm. I'll get outvoted, but I'd put it number one right now. Oh, number really? one? Yeah, I don't care about Death Stranding. I don't. I don't. Holy hell. You know what's so funny? That's a nine-minute trailer where the lady talks for six minutes straight, in interwoven with gameplay. She just keeps talking <laughs> over and over. She just keeps going and going and going. I Whatever. It's pretty when they were in front of the moon, but then she just wouldn't shut up. She's like, we're inside of the ship, inside of the baby, and we're astral projections. Oh, drawbridge. Uh, Sam Porter, he gets out there. It's not the U.S., it's the next... Oh, my fucking God, shut the hell up. (laughs) Don't forget about the the puppet. The puppet talks for a little bit in that trailer. I like the puppet. He's the only person I like. But So, yeah, I would put it number one. What do you guys think? I would put it underneath Fizzent. You'd put it all the way at the bottom? We don't don't have Fizzent. We have Schmetal Gear Schmetal. I don't... <laughs> I would put it underneath uh, Schmidt Gear Schmollet then. No, this But I don't think that it's gonna go at the very bottom. This excites me more than Rise of the Ronin. But um I mean I've played it. I've played it. They're not redesigning anything. It's just it sounds like it's texture remaps in Hayden Panettiere's face. And maybe Rami mm-hmm. Malik. So I would put it at number two. Number two. So we have right, a one, a two, two, and a four. What do we do now? Well, it stops whenever whenever it becomes only one person's vote. That's where it stops. Just like in review for people who like kind of funny. Once you go over the minority, then it stops. So it's two. It, me and you voted at number two. You don't vote Got as it. number one, so it has to go number two. See what okay. I'm saying? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Once it stops being majority vote, then it, that's the spot on its list. Cool, 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 uh, cool, cool. Next up, Stellar Blade. Hmm. <laughs> that goes now, by the way, under Schmetal Gear Schmollet for me. Yeah, I'm ranking this yeah. as what did the trailer, what did it do in the presentation, not as what I think the game's going to end up being. Um, under Schmetal Gear Schmollet, I I'm going to say it one above. I'll get outvoted, but that's fine. So it goes at the very bottom for right now. Campo Just because again, the chat votes also last for that one. <laughs> celebrate. I mean, it's it was not great. I'll give you that. Um, Dragon Dogma Two. Hmm. I'm going to say the five this. that we have on the screen right now, Dragon Dogma 2 goes at the top of this list for me. Hmm. Cozy, what are you thinking? Like, I, I, I really did not care for this game when it was being shown on stream. Uh, I would put it, you know what? I would put it, a, I'm actually, 
I'll put it above Rise of the Ronin. You put Dragon's Dogma 2 on the beach. You're funny. Um, <laughs> Chad, put it number one. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, shit. What? Don't give... I'm sorry. Again, this is, again, what they talk about on, on interview all the time. They're like, I like this more than this, but it's this place on our list. I don't give a fuck about Death Stranding 2, dude. Man, I Chad, really don't. How could you? Did Dragon's Dogma 2 have, like, a railgun guitar that he was shooting at a cyborg ninja? Honestly, that's why I didn't like the... That was, like, one of the things I did not like about the Death Stranding trailer was... What? Stupid what guitar. What are you talking about? I'm Troy Baker. Get out of here. Troy Baker giving an actual performance. Like, Troy Baker's in, like, 20 games a year, and he just sleepwalks through all of them. This one, he's actually giving an actual performance. Cozy, it's number two on the list. We're gonna move on. Uh... Sonic X Shadow. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This might have been my favorite announcement of this uh, presentation. Oof. I don't know why. I, it got, I got me high. I want to play that game. I would put it directly underneath Death Stranding 2. All right. Well, let's go Jeff, in there because my, mine, I could give less shits about Sonic than I don't know how the end of this simile is going to work. <laughs> uh, so what is this? Sonic Shadow versus Sonic Cross Mania. Shadow. Sure. Whatever you want to type, bud. Next up, we have Silent Hill Short Message as well as Silent Hill 2. I just want to put bottom. it down in the Silent Hill Smorgasbord. You want to put it very bottom. What's on I'll, the bottom of our list? Stellar, Stellar Blade. Blade. Yeah, because right now the bottom is Stellar Blade. Mm. And like Silent Hill 2 could breathe life into this franchise for the first time for me. Like there's potential there. Uh, Where Stellar Blade, I'm just I, like, get out of my face. I would put it under Rise of the Ronin. So I guess wherever that leaves your vote chat is where it ends up going so yeah then, then it goes under schmetal gear schmalad mm -hmm. silent hill collection of there you go. <laughs> announcements on the beach all right next up a full trailer for judas or judas trailer oh that judas, goes above judas, dragon's judas. dogma for me that is bioshock is one of my favorite maybe my favorite series of all time and this game looks mm -hmm. like it's gonna scratch my pickle Scratch it uh, I would bit. put it above Sonic. I put it above Death Stranding 2. Ooh, so we're going number two for Judas. Actually, no. I'm just going based on the trailer. I thought the Dragon Dogma trailer was a little bit better. I thought it should have Yeah, so Judas goes number two. Sounds good. Oh, wait. Did you say uh, above? I could, sorry. I no, no, you're so right. Similarly. Okay, cool. No, you're you're in the right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, v Rising. And again, this is based on the trailer and the presentation, not yeah. knowing what it is now. This would go above Sonic right now for me at number four spot. I'd put above Until Dawn, not above Sonic. But again, that's just my personal. I would put underneath Until Dawn, actually. So, so that, that means, means it, goes it goes under Sonic. V Rising. Cool. All right. Next up. Dave the Diver plus Godzilla. I'm tired of hmm. hearing about Dave the Diver. Yeah. Why don't you just play uh, it? I, it's a good game, mm, obviously. It's That's an indie game. It's not an indie game. It's an indie game. It's not an indie game. It's coming Here's to Dredge. Dredge isn't out, but Godzilla's going to be coming. It's on PlayStation. Dredge, Here's what I'll know. say. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> I don't disagree with Chad that I'm a little bit tired of hearing about this indie, not indie game. I mean, I feel like th this is a good example 
to me of a crossover where it's not, uh, man, the Persona Phantom Thieves are invading this game. It's like, no, here's an IP that actually makes sense within the world and lore of this game. It's a game about a diver. It's a game about exploring the depths of the sea and finding weird and esoteric creatures. And so what better weird and esoteric creature to bring to Dave the Diver than Godzilla? And Godzilla is really hot right now. Godzilla is having a moment thanks to Godzilla Minus One. Uh, I would put this underneath Sonic. I put it above Death Stranding too. Well, I was going to say under Rise of the Ronin, so I guess it'll go under Sonic. Under Sonic, yep. There you go. Dave the Diver. Dive in again. You gotta Still put Godzilla in there. Digging again. <laughs> Plus Godzilla's in this one and maybe Dredge. Okay, these are way too How long. How are they related? Is it's not Dredge, Dredge one coming to PS5? I Dredge is already on PlayStation. BFF Jill. BFF Jill. Yeah. Uh, Dredge is already on PlayStation, but you don't play indie games. Uh, Zona Zen Zero. No, is the Dredge crossover coming to PS5? That, no. Dredge has Dave the Diver in it. I thought Dave the Diver was going to have Dredge in it. No, the other way. Other oh way. Oh, God. <laughs> Zona Zen Zero. I will be honest. So, again, I didn't watch it live. I go back and watch these trailers afterwards. I skipped this trailer. So, you guys tell me. Tell me where it goes. All you had to do is say Hoya. I, mean, I don't remember this at all. You say Hoyaverse, and this goes under Stellar Blade for me. Ooh, see, I was going to be generous and put it at least above Silent Hill, but honestly, Chad, I'm fine with putting it under Stellar Blade. Let's put it there. Sorry, Zoneless. All right. ZZZ. Would you put anime? Anime titties. I love it. I love it. Next up, Metro Awakening VR. Hmm. Yeah, this goes above Sonic, I think, for me, at the four spot. Uh, I like how this entire list has become dependent on Sonic's it, it's spot. Exactly like Sonic is. Is like nothing is going to be worse than Sonic from here on out, I think, for me. So Awful. therefore, it has to go above all the other seven or eight items. I put it above Death Stranding, mm -hmm. too. See, I would actually put it just underneath Sonic because it's not being developed by... 4A games, which is the studio responsible for the other Metro games, which makes me feel like, uh, is this going to be up to the same, you know, standards of quality as those other games, or is it going to be kind of a Metro game in name only? Or will it finally we'll be see. a good one? Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe we won't actually want to finish. Uh, all right, Legendary Tales, which was the other VR game, looks fun. Trailer's fine. I do. I do under V Rising if we're just talking about its presentation. Actually, uh, actually, I do un, un, underneath Until Dawn is where I would. This put one did not appeal games. to me. I would put it underneath. Uh, no, I would put it above Silent Hill. I'm going under Until Dawn as well. Okay. Legendary Tales. Yeah, it's just fun to like flip the knife in your hand and throw your buddy a thing. But I mean, I'll never play that. Um, all right, next up is Foam Stars. Everybody get excited. I mean, this looks like it will be a fun time for people, so and it had a fine trailer and is free for PlayStation Plus. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say above Dave the Diver. Cozy, what are you thinking? Foam stars. Uh yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's do above Dave the Diver. 
Okay, that's where it'll go then. Then you get a vote. And last but not least, Helldivers 2. The trailer for Helldivers 2. Hmm. I'll put this above hmm. Sonic. I don't care about hmm. this game. Uh, yeah. I have not played the first one, but like this, this has a good presentation. I was like, oh, this could be fun to play with friends, maybe. See, I would put it above V Rising for me personally. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Cozy. I think it's above V Rising. I'm excited, but Dave the Diver actually had something a cool surprise in it, so I'll give that trailer a little bump up for that. All right, and that is our list of state of play. Oh, but it doesn't end there. <gasps> what? <gasps> Can you change the colors on these uh, on these things you did, Chad? Can you change the color of the text? I guess is what I'm asking. Negatory. Never mind. That's I can our make some check from boxes. Like we can. I don't know what you're <laughs> wanting to do, but um, I just want to do tiers. We do it where the, where the tier breaks are. Oh yeah, I mean, if we, we want to do say like, like a checkbox at each of the different tier. Yeah, yeah. we'll tiers. do a S tier, A tier, B, C, and then just straight to F because we don't need a D. So, where is the S tier, or is there even an S tier? There might not necessarily have to be one. Like, these announcements are great. This makes me want to buy this right now. This is amazing. This is awesome. I mean, I feel like that stops at Death Stranding, too. I think it stops at Judas. And when two of us on this podcast said Death Stranding 2 made us want to go back and play the first one, so... Two of us... uh, That also means two of you never finished Death Stranding because it's stupid. But Death Stranding 2 might not be stupid on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on the beach, bud. That's just where I'm saying, you guys, if you if I get outvoted, I get outvoted. Yeah. yeah those three games are the A tier. S tier or A tier? Uh, we, we don't need to divide it up too much. We'll just be A, B, and C. <laughs> that's not, that's that's not, not what I just said earlier. Works. <laughs> S is like the top of the top. This makes me want to buy it right now. A tier, that means A tier starts at Metro. So you want to put a check there. Where sure. do we start? Where does it become the break where it's like, oh, this looks really cool to like, this looks all right, I guess. I think for me, V like F starts at Sonic. You can't. That's not how these, <laughs> these lists work. You got to deal with it, bud. Yeah, where does it switch over? I think Cozy might be I right. It might be V Rising. V Rising uh, is where B e- becomes C. Or A becomes B. E starts at Sonic because Sonic is E for everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> the tier break is, okay, so S tier is Dragon's Dogma down to Death Stranding. A tier is Metro down to V Rising. That's what me and Alex are saying. So B tier. V is the start of V tier. Yeah. What? Yeah, there you go, Chad. That makes sense. <laughs> so you say V Rising is the start of B tier of where you're like, I'm not super impressed by this. Do not yeah. tears work? <laughs> yes. Okay. What do you think, Chad? I Where think, is it? I think, we go from like this is cool to like fine. Yeah, Sonic down is all F. We can't do it like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, no. It, honestly, yeah. V Rising had an impressive trailer that made me want to play it before I knew what it was. So I'm going to say that's part of A. Therefore, B would start okay. under V. Underneath it. Okay. Okay. So yeah, B tier starts there. So I guess this is the easiest way to not even have to worry about where C tier starts. Let's just go straight to F tier. What's like, shit, I don't give a fuck. And then everything above that automatically becomes... Wait, Silent Hill downwards. Well, I actually didn't do that right. B tier... Okay, yeah, so where is... Fuck, I'm an idiot. 
let's just go straight from B to F. (laughs) 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 I didn't think this far about it. So yeah, what becomes from I don't care. Um, Yeah, I think Silent Hill is also, I think that's what I call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, kids, you don't get C's. Either you get B's or you fail. That's how this college works. Isn't that how, yeah, isn't that how it works in college? Like, if you get a C, it's like it doesn't count anyway. So, like. Yeah. Very cool. So, this is the definitive list of state of play. Ranked and rated. S tier, Dragon's Dogma 2 on the beach. Judas, Destiny 2 on the beach. A tier is <laughs> Metro. <laughs> Metro Awakening VR. Sonic Shadowverse Mania. Um Foam Stars, Dave the Diver, not reading all that, Helldivers 2 on the Beach, V Rising, <laughs> B Tier, Until Dawn Remaster, Legendary Tales, Rise of the Ronin, Schmetal Gear Schmalid, F Tier is Silent Hill Collection of Announcements on the Beach, Stellar Blade, and Anime Todays. <laughs> all nice. right. That's a good segment. Very guys, cool. I gotta go poop and shoot, so you guys talk about the games you played, and I will be right back. Dope. What's up, Fez, in the chat? Fez doesn't... We just had... um. Uh, Jerson the other day, and Fez is another one of those like original respawning fire slash split screen gaming podcast folks. Oh, one of the OG. No Sorry to hear OGs. about poop talk. <laughs> oh, poop is funny. You're welcome That's for right. hearing about poop talk. All right, moving on to playtime. Playtime. I guess Chad, we'll go ahead and start with you. Since Alex isn't here, we can talk all the shit about him we want. Yeah, yeah, that guy loves Sonic. <laughs> he does. A little sicko. <laughs> um, S. What is S? Oh, Signalist. Signal is Signalis Signalese. Uh, that is a game that we all just played for Barf. I played almost all of it. Well, it's like two thirds, maybe half of it, depending on who you ask. Um, we just did our Barf episode just before this. So hopefully that is live, maybe with some technical audio complications. Maybe not. We'll see. TBD. But uh, yeah, that was our Barf game for the month. So we just played that. If you want to know what this month's Barf game is, it's Castlevania Lords of Shadow. How did we determine that? You did it over on Patreon.com slash Respawn Name Fire. You all voted for that and that won by a long shot. And you can also vote on Twitter and your vote doesn't count as much there. So that's the result of gerrymandering. Mm. And uh, I also played Destiny 2. Uh, yeah, lots of more things, more things. And uh, I, oh, one of the other things this kind of ties into, I got part of the reason why I did not finish Signalist and why I did not come up with a game on game show is because I got sucked into this thing. I have a Vision Pro now and I spent a lot more time in this than I thought. So I played Destiny on this thing. And part of what via remote play, there's not an official remote play app for Vision Pro. But uh, there is a, an app called Mirror Play, which basically lets you do the same thing. And so I was playing it on a giant screen in Vision Pro. And in Vision Pro, you can also like put yourself in these different environments. And one of them is the moon. And so I played Destiny in the moon level on the moon. Went and shot Hive on the moon while I was on the moon. On the moon. Inception. So Somebody's watched Edge Runners. That is that is an exact plot point in Edge Runners where they they play fake. Destiny on the moon on the moon while they edge they they go to the moon in VR mm-hmm. and they have a moment on the moon nice just like you did and then I played two other games in Vision Pro it's not really a gaming platform like there's not you don't have a controller although you can like obviously I hooked up a DualSense to it so I could remote play but like there's not everything's controlled with your fingers and pinching and eyes and shit like that so like it's not a one to one like comparison or like 
experience. Like you can't just port a VR game to Vision Pro uh, just because there, there are no hand controllers or anything like that. So like, uh, yeah, not a lot that's on there right now, but there are a couple of cool things on Apple Arcade. I played uh, What the Golf is that whole series what the series is is really great what the bat was one of my favorite psvr2 launch games what the car is pretty good i hear what the car yep is also pretty good and what the golf is uh that same game but instead of being a window that you play it on it actually like the levels appear in front of you as like a little 3d tabletop type thing and you just walk around and you like pinch and draw the the arrow that chooses how far or hard you hit it uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I probably won't play more of that game because I've already played through almost all of what the golf already. But like that's a that's an interesting way to kind of port that experience over. And then on a different note, I played Synth Riders. Synth is that the Synth something? I think it's Synth Riders, which is a game that apparently is on Steam VR already and is now on Apple Arcade on Vision Pro. And it's like a it's like if Beat Saber went and married guitar hero almost kinda but it's like you're doing it with your hands i don't know how it works in the steam vr version but in this one your hands are two different color orbs and there's like some generic ass song playing and you're just like moving your hands to match the beats as they come into you and it's fine it was an interesting cool experience but again yeah it's like gaming on this thing is not really a selling point and is not really developed or or uh, not a lot of developers taking advantage of it or maybe even know how to yet so if you're looking to get a vision pro just for gaming maybe that's not the way to go there are lots of other really cool things about it unrelated to gaming that i enjoyed and are ha i'm having a blast with but yeah gaming is not a huge draw for me on this thing and uh that's it so is cozy done pooping cozy is done pooping yes, yes i am that was a quick poop yeah. not the quickest poop on the podcast but that's a tale for another time uh <laughs> alex what have you been doing? You wrote them all out. You didn't try to tease us at all. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, that's normally how I do it. I, not like you guys <laughs> that write them using indecipherable uh, acronyms <laughs> and letters and whatnot. So usually they don't even actually represent what the game in question is about. Okay. They um, usually do. Just recently so, I had to like disguise the same game over and over, which you'll notice I didn't play a single Final Fantasy VII related thing this week. Oh, yeah. look at that. Look at that. Or Destiny. No, that's or what D is at the Maybe you talked yeah. about Destiny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I must have been pooping when you yeah. talked about you that You were duking one. during my Destiny uh, talk. Yeah. So, uh, as you guys know, over the past several weeks, I was very occupied trying to get uh, Season 4 of Cozy Bears Cooking off the ground. Uh, in fact, I should probably talk about that real quick. But before I talk about that... Um, yeah, because I finally managed to get episode one of that season off the ground, I had a little bit more time to devote to a little bit more gaming. Uh, so I took care of The End of Signalis, uh, which is a game that we just talked about on our Barf episode. Uh, I encourage you all to go and listen to that episode. But long story short, uh, I had a lot of fun with that game. It's not a game I would have normally gravitated to. Uh, and I'm really glad that Barf forced me to play through it because I think it's a really special game. And again, I implore you to listen to that episode. Uh, the other game that I started playing is a little game by the name of Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which is our next Barf game for the month of February. Uh, and so far, I think it is very, very redacted 
you will have to wait to the end of the month to hear what I have to say about that one. Um, so yeah, that's what I've generally been playing. I will be making more of an effort from here on out. Like none of the games that have just released, like like a Dragon Infinite Wealth Persona Three, immediately are grabbing me, being like, "Oh man, you, you got to go and play these games right in right now, right here." But I will be slowly but surely kind of getting back in the swing of what's been coming out recently and trying to stay abreast of a lot of them conversations. In the meantime, I've been doing Cosmere's cooking and I will say real quick, thank you to everybody who tuned in to watch that first episode. Um, a lot of time, prep work, and effort went into preparing that particular episode, and uh, I think that from a technical perspective, that episode, for the most part, was really, really great, and I really enjoyed uh, assembling my cakey creation on that particular episode, even though things went a little bit off the rails towards the end. Um, the thing about Coast vs. Cooking is, like, I'm not a professional chef. I don't have any formal training in that regard. I'm largely just going off of cookbooks and my own will to make weird and interesting things. And I think what happened during that uh, inaugural stream is I like had really prepared the shit out of like the technical side of things out of making a really a kind of engrossing and technically impressive stream. But I kind of overestimated my, again, just sort of kitchen prowess, you know, how impressive of a cake I could actually make. And as a result, I kind of hit a couple of brick walls during the stream where I was like, well, fuck, I wanted to do this really complicated thing. And I just don't have the know-how to really get myself out of this situation and actually uh, go towards that goal. So I think going forward with the remaining episodes of the season, I think I'm going to slightly simplify some of the original plans that I had just so that I can make some of these dishes with a little bit uh, more of a hitch and I can kind of focus on really uh, continuing to uh, keep high the kind of production values on the things that I really do know how to do well, which again is the more technical OPS side of things. Um, but yeah, thank you once again to everybody for tuning in and I hope you tune into the next few episodes. If I missed the last part of it where we actually saw the cake, where can I catch that? Uh, you can find it over on YouTube. I am uh, publishing all the VODs of all my uh, press episodes uh, the following Saturday after they air. Uh, that wasn't the case this week because I had a lot of stuff going on, what with it being my birthday, and I wasn't able to upload it in time. So it only went up today on Sunday. Uh, but you can find it over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com at CozyBear7231 youtube.com slash at cozybear7231 just want to be clear dope 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 yeah i checked it out i was there for about an hour of the stream good times very neat all right so i'm gonna move on to what adam did i'm just gonna start with the first one actually hold on a second i have a i have a thing i have a bit this is oh. part of a bit oh hold on uh -oh. everybody oh uh oh let me find it okay here it is this is uh a little a little something this is a of a a capture of a of a conversation Are between you some other people. Bit? Yeah. What do I write back? I feel like if I'm too eager, I'll scare him away. <laughs> Should I wait three days? I wish I could learn my lesson from Dallas, but I feel just as clueless right now. Dallas Smith, tell him your ratings tonight, then shame him for not having whisper. Uh, so I talked like a week or so about Chad because I was like, yo, like, I don't know why he made it a big deal. Chad, that was Chad, who seemed very nervous because I was like, hey. I'm going to, I redownloaded Destiny at some point. If you guys want to play, I'll jump in with you guys. And then Chad had 
he was nervous. <laughs> he sounded like he was going on a first date. Um, but yeah, no, I jumped back into Destiny because I'll do that like once a year. I'll just, I feel like having a shooter and something fun to play and I'll go into that. And this week, right when I downloaded the game, there was massive sales on the PlayStation and Xbox. Every store had a bunch of sales. So I bought the Lightfall plus annual pass for $30. Oh, hell yeah. Um, uh, the, you know, like the hundred dollar version that gets you all of the season passes up until the next one. Yeah, yeah. it was thirty bucks. I was like, sure, why not? So yeah, I played and beat Lightfall uh, over the last couple of days. I've got that strand ability, and I'm ready to hang out and just play whenever Chad. So Chad made this whole deal about being nervous about me coming and playing Warlock, but then I bought the the thing. I unlocked the powers, and but I've never gotten a message from Chad or Dallas or anybody about playing. Well, so they were nervous about me playing, but now I have the stuff and they're not actually trying to play with me. Here's the thing. Classic. I'm not nervous about you playing. I'm nervous because both Dallas and Joel, I guess I came on too strong maybe, and they don't play anymore. I don't play with this anymore. Dallas mm -hmm. has not played Destiny in 45 years. And every time okay. we talk about it, he just says Destiny sucks. And he goes and plays with his horse's balls in Red Dead 2. And that's <laughs> well, all he does. And nothing wrong with that. And Joel... He's like, put me in that raid chat, and then he just never talks in the raid chat, and then he never never shows up, and he doesn't do that anymore. And then this week, when we did finally run something, mm -hmm. Joel did show up this time. <laughs> yes, Joel, I see you in the chat. We raided last night, yes. We raided last night, but for the first time in a very long time, Joel, all six of us on that text message thread were like, yeah, I'm in. If we, if we needed mm -hmm. one more, which is very often, you can take Joel's spot. So uh, I'm sure next week we're going to raid, want to do something. So we'll, yeah. we'll send you an invite, Adam. You'll be the first person we ask. Because we're not asking Dallas anymore because he gave up. Yeah. And Matt has 45,000 things to do in his life now. And Joel doesn't want to tell us that he's done with it, but he's done with it. And so I'm trying not so, to scare you off by being too forward yeah, and saying, yeah. please come raid with us. And then... And then no, 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 for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, friend, Manly Brian, friend of the show, uh, man with the PP Mountain Dew, right. and Alex Cozina... <laughs> I want you guys to go back in your memory. I feel like when I bought Witch Queen, we had this exact same conversation and like, well, we want Adam to be in, but Joel decided to show up. So Adam didn't have a spot. And then, you know, we raided once and then never again. So let's just yeah. keep, well, this is, it's a, it's a, it's a loop. It's, it's spiral. It's not a loop. What's, what's great. It's, you're right. It's a spiral. Cause it's going to be slightly different this time. Yeah. Because now Dallas is out, out. I and mean, we started in Witch Queen, and that's the problem. Is Witch Dallas was out, and then we played Witch Queen, and it was like, fuck, I'm back in. Witch Queen is so good. Mm -hmm. But then he, you know, we played Lightfall, and he, you know, decided that he's never going to boot up this game again until Final Shape comes out. In which case, he's made it very clear he does not want to play Final Shape, but he does not want to miss out on the conversation that the five other of us are going to be having about Final Shape. So therefore, he's mm -hmm. going to suck it up and play it with me and Matt. So that he can feel like he's not missing out on things. All I know so is play with me you're now. You're catching us I... in a good time yeah. when Dallas is out and uh -huh. he's not been sucked back in. So there's a spot for you. Okay. I always say play with me now while I have my green ropes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So I yeah. played Lightfall, everybody. The last thing I played was, uh, I always say the name wrong. But here's another story. Adam. Adam. No one listens to Adam. Adam's like, hey, this game's great. You guys should pay attention to it. No one pays attention. <laughs> like, oh, fucking inscriptions. Good. My favorite game of the year, three years running. Adam says stuff and no one fucking listens, and I'm always right. It, again, we talked about this. Baldur's if you, Gate if 3. you find a new game this year uh -huh. that you say you, you got to play, you can say it's it's Adam's pick. I don't know what we said on that yeah, podcast. You said I like three of them. I will listen to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, uh, three times. Did you listen to me about uh, Prince of Persia? Because that game also reviewed super well, and I also talked about you know Prince what? of Persia last year. All right. 
Don't start. All right, right. You don't know start what? now. Don't start now. You know <laughs> what? You know what? You know what? Yeah. I'm opening up my PlayStation app right Just now. Just put it in your in your cart or your wish list or whatever that they have over there. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you that I'm I'm not a piece of shit. You don't have to buy it right now. You can wait for a sale. There's gonna be a I'm sale. I'm gonna buy it right now. But wait for a sale. I'm telling you to wait for a sale. Wait for you a sale. give me permission to wait a month for a sale. You can wait two months as long as you do by the end of the year. That's all I care about. Troll in the chat saying I'm cut. always down to raid. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, we're, I had to, I had we're shaking hands. His wife the contract is sealed. I had to FaceTime his wife. While the contract I was is sealed. To wake him up yesterday. Chad, enough about your poop. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Adam. While you're on the PlayStation, your first now, of your three games uh -huh. is sealed. Okay, so put that in your wish list so you don't forget it. My second game on this list, I played Tales of Kinzura Zao. I believe that's how you say it. This is the game that was shown off during Game Awards. The uh, the guy came out. He's the voice actor for Bayek in uh, Assassin's Creed. He's the black guy came out. He's like, hey, we're making this game dedicated to my father's memory. And it's like a Metroidvania sort of a game. You remember? It's like the African style Tales Metroidvania. Tales of Kinzera mm -hmm. Valley. Yes, 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 yes. I remember now. Game mm -hmm. Awards. Yes. So that game released. So next week or this week is Steam Next Fest. There's a lot of cool demos for a lot of cool stuff. This came out early. Uh, and I'm going to talk about all the games I play on Steam Next Fest next week because I thought it'd just be like a fun segment. But this game came out early. I already played it, and holy shit, again, I don't necessarily want to say I called it again, but this one has me very excited. The demo is very good. The story, it's a very fun Metroidvania. All that stuff is cool, but it's like the acting and the story is like, not like it has a little, that little extra bump to make it just another Metroidvania indie game. It's got like really, really good voice acting and really, really cool story. So everyone... That game that was shown off at Game Awards, that's the African Metroidvania. Keep your eyes on it. This might be another Adam fucking called it three years in advance. So just... I, I will definitely keep my eyes on it, but it has to come out, and you have to decree it to be a good game for it to be one of the three locks. Okay, absolutely. That just one, want to put that on the record. That one comes out in... Um, comes out April 23rd, so we've got some time, but that might be another one on my list next to Prince of Persia and Baldur's Gate and Inscription. So that's it. I'll talk more about that next week after I play some more demos, but that's all I've done. All right, we're going to move on to our quest log. Xbox, this is a big story. Just just happened a couple hours before we started recording. Xbox might be chummy, changing up how their exclusives. Changing up how exclusives mean? That doesn't make any sense. Xbox might be changing up how exclusives work. It's from Andy Robinson at VGC. Microsoft is reportedly planning to release Starfield on PlayStation 5 as part of a new initiative to bring more Xbox-exclusive games to other console platforms. It's according to Xbox Era, which cites anonymous sources who claim that Bethesda's RPG is being planned for release on the Sony console, alongside previously rumored Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves ports. According to the publication sources, Microsoft is planning to release Starfield for PlayStation 5 after the game's planned Shattered Space expansion, which is due, which is due to arrive on Xbox and PC later this year. Uh, Bethesda's upcoming Indiana Jones game could also be getting, uh, could also be another first-party Xbox title coming to uh, PlayStation 5, according to The Verge. So we have Xbox Air, and then we have The Verge talking about Indiana Jones. According to the publication, Bethesda considering bringing Indiana Jones in the Great Circle to PS5 following its announcement for Xbox and PC last month. Uh, a quote now from uh, Verge, a new multi-platform approach for certain Xbox games emerging inside Microsoft, we're told, with the company weighing uh, up which titles will remain exclusive and others that will appear on Switch or PS5 in the future. Bethesda will reportedly launch its Indiana, game, uh, Indiana Jones game first as an Xbox exclusive, followed by a possible PS5 release some months later. So yeah, 
the whole idea of like maybe like hey these exclusives if we want to throw them somewhere else go for it it again we have two different at first it was like okay some guys on the internet said it then it was like oh xbox error has credible sources and then the verge also reported as well seems like there's been talks about it so you might be getting some of the bigger games going to other places yeah so like when rumors first broke that Hi-Fi Rush was coming to Switch. I was like, I mean, I can see that. Like, it feels like the Switch, Nintendo has kind of been a weird neutral ground in this console war where we see like weird instances of Xbox collaborating with Nintendo here and there. Um, and when they announced, oh, it might also be coming, not announced, but when it was heavily rumored slash leaked that Hi-Fi Rush would also be coming to Sony, it was like, I mean, okay, like, I guess if you're going to come to Switch, then I guess, yeah, might as well bring it to the whole shebang. Uh, but Starfield and Indiana Jones coming are like, oh, okay, okay. This is not like, this is like actual, like a real serious policy change. Uh, and I am ha happy about it because I, I would rather play some of these games on PlayStation. Uh, but it does now call into question, well, what exactly does xbox have if it's letting go of so much of its exclusivity it has xbox game pass and that's their yeah that, yes you could pay 60 dollars to play starfield on playstation 5 or you could pay to play 100 plus games on xbox or on your phone or on the web or your steam deck or whatever that's the selling point that's what xbox has and but you could pay the premium to play it on a different system if you want a year later as well, exactly. or however much well, time later. Yeah, maybe a year, although Indiana Jones sounds like it might be coming a few months in the future, might perhaps. Be. We know. We'll uh, that, see when we that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, it sounded like it was going to come, like, closely off the heels of its original release, which was, that was, like, really surprising. Like, wow, really? Yeah, I mean, we'll see when we get there. Maybe, maybe it is, like, it's coming eventually. Um, I think, again, we get into the whole console war stuff. At the end of the day... They're all a bunch of corporations that aren't your friend unless you have <laughs> investment and then you want, you care how they do. Um, so I think like it's better for consumers to have more options. Um, you still get the, you're not losing anything on Xbox cause you still, you know, you'll get it earlier. You'll get it included in the subscription, whatever. Um, at the day, it, it don't, it don't make me or lose me any money either way. So I think giving people more options to play cool games where they want to play them and if someone makes money in the meantime, because, you know, Microsoft's going to make money off of it, too. I guess it's a win for everybody, really. I don't see the complaint. Like, I, how much I would love, and again, I'm, I'm living in a fantasy world. Like, I've been thinking about this, guys. I haven't talked about it. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking next gen, I might go PC only. Right? Because the idea wow. is everything on Xbox is, gonna, is on PC, right? PlayStation exclusives come to PC about a year, a year and a half later. So the only thing I would be missing at that time is Nintendo. If all three major companies were like, hey... We don't care. We're going to get the money no matter what. And they only went to PC. I would guarantee that I would only own a PC and I wouldn't need to have a console at all. So I think this is probably another mm. step in that direction, which for me as a consumer is good. So I hope they all do it just so I can just buy a big PC and never worry about it again. But that's also <laughs> uh, Nintendo will never do is... that, but that would be cool. Well, I was going to ask, uh, this is very tangential to the topic at hand, but what would the Switch 2 actually have to do for you to get it? I don't know. Probably nothing. Here's the thing. Because I've... I owned every... I've owned every Nintendo console except for the GameCube because I was a kid and my friends had it. So I just go to my friend's house and play it. That was the time. 
I've owned every one of them. And just as the years have gone on, I've gotten less and less interested. Where it's like, I had I had a Wii U. I was there, bud. I was there <laughs> doing it. And then I had the Switch. I'm like, this is a better console, but I'm still buying the same amount of games on it, which is one or two a year. So I don't really want to pay three or $400 for the opportunity to spend $100 more once or twice a year. It, to me, it wasn't really worth it. So for Nintendo would have to be more like Xbox and PlayStation and have all the third-party support, which they won't, and I don't care enough about their exclusives to say, I want to spend three or $400 to buy one game a year. To me, that's just not worth it. So I don't think there's anything they can do except for be like the other guys, which they aren't, which is good. Do your own thing, but that's not what Adam wants. So, To bring us back to the story story, um, I'm, I'm curious if this is like a Microsoft slash Xbox initiative going forward, or whether this is a Bethesda thing. Because Bethesda Softworks, the publisher, still exists after the acquisition, and they're allowed to publish like all their ZeniMax games. I just looked it back up again just to make sure. And Indiana Jones and uh, Starfield are both Bethesda games. And so I'm curious if it and was just like... Uh, Hi-Fi is the, the exception being under... You know, it's, that's more of like a similar... Well, thing. no. Tango Gameworks is under Bethesda. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, so sea I'm wondering if this is, is the one just that's not. Bethesda. Sea of Thieves yeah, isn't. Sea of Thieves. I'm wondering if this yeah. is a Bethesda thing. And then you're like, Maybe. occasionally Microsoft will say, you know what, Sea of Thieves could use more players. Or Ori in the Blind Forest does seem like it works well for Switch. Like, So yeah, I'm curious if we'll start to see more and more Bethesda games come to other consoles because Microsoft is like, you're still a publisher. We don't you know, Do what you feel like is right for you and your teams. But I don't think uh, it, it'll be hard for me to to imagine a world where the new Gears games comes to yeah, every platform a, a or much. the next Halo comes to everything. Unless it's the free to play Halo multiplayer, maybe, but not uh, Halo. Chad, you might be onto no. something. I didn't think about that. You're right. These are all Bethesda games and then a game that needs players because it's a multiplayer game. So you might be right there. Yeah. Bethesda and Activision will probably continue to to operate how they want to. Maybe like we'll give our, our daddy <laughs> six months exclusivity. <laughs> But we want to continue to operate how we have, which might not be a bad idea. You might be right. Notice they didn't say uh, Redfall, though. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to spend no. any more time working on that game than we have to. We don't want to have to keep putting money into that 6 out of 10 video game. No, thank you. But all right. That's our stories for the week. Uh, we've already done our segment, so I don't know if there's anything else. But you guys Do we have know. a cozy question of the week? Question of the week? Uh, we do. Uh, I actually edited the document mid-podcast when oh, I realized yeah. that, oh, man. It's one of those episodes where I don't have uh, TMI with NPD, and so I should pose a cozy question of the week, but I got to scroll up in my are phone Are you going to ask us it. what the best hours of the day are? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping. I, I'm holding out hope that they will read it on the podcast, but if, it, if, it, if it's been a month and they don't read it out, we can do it then. You know, what's, we don't have to. Uh, what's weird about that question is like, I do have opinions about the hours of the day, though, and which ones are better. I oh, didn't yeah, know that sure. I did until you asked it. Hmm. Let's see. Let's Give see. Give us a good one. Uh, here's a good one. Not exactly a very fun question, but uh, I thought it was. I, th I thought it was worthy of being submitted there. So I think it's worthy of being t discussed here. In a world where it's easy to feel like you're constantly aging into oblivion, okay. what are some things that keep you feeling youthful? Hmm. Keeps me. You know what? This is a weird one. I'm sure this will fail me soon. I will say my body. I'll give you more ex explanation on that. For some reason, and I want to jinx myself, never had an injury. 
never had a broken bone, never had a torn rotator cuff, nothing. I can still like squat all the way down to the floor. I have a bunch of the same, I don't know a bunch. I have the same amount of mobility I always have because I've always been stiff as shit, but my body has always been the same. So I don't feel old. Even though most people are like, when you hit 30, it's downhill and your body goes to shit. I'm out here. I can still run the same amount. I can still pick up the same shit, still bend the same way. So maybe my body was already at the floor, but it's always been at the floor. So I'm like, I feel this. I feel great. I've always been right here and I'm just on a steady plane. So I don't actually feel old in my body, surprisingly, for being, you know, however old I am. So I think my body has protected me through the years. I think what keeps me feeling youthful is one, my my ability to continue to admit to myself that, yes, poop and farts are funny. I'm you, you, you don't outgrow that. You just at one point in your life, somebody tells you that's inappropriate for the workplace. And I say, no, it's not. It's still funny, no matter what, poop and farts. So that's one thing. But I think the other thing in there as well is something that I completely brain farted about just now immediately as I said that. So, um, yeah, that's it. Have kids young. Have a kid when you're 20. You'll feel young because they're the same age that you are. <laughs> you know, this question is tough for myself because I feel like so much of what I do on the side for hobbies are like so juvenile to begin with that like it, it's almost like tough to like choose one particular thing. Um, I will say, you know, as you both know, I'm a big fan of Bionicles. Oh, yeah. And my my love of Bionicles like definitely comes in waves where there will be like a few months where like I don't particularly pay much attention to my Bionicles stuff. And then there will be other months where I get really back into the lore of things, really back into constructing new models, seeing if I can get some secondhand from some people. Recently, uh, I actually went and read a couple of the Bionicle books uh, that I had not previously read from back in the day. And reading through them, it was honestly a great experience of, I both was brought back to my youth back when I used to read these books. And I also was kind of shocked by how like surprisingly well written they are <laughs> for books that are ostensibly <laughs> made for like people in like third and fourth grade. Like I was reading through them, I'm like, man, uh, Greg Farchley, who's like the kind of like primary numero uno like writer slash lore builder of the Bionicle universe, really gave a shit about writing solid like four kids fiction. Uh, and so, yeah, it was, I, I, I don't know if this is exactly perhaps the answer that I envisioned in mind when I myself constructed this question, but I feel like reading through that, it was a great intersection of both being able to do something that made me feel youthful, but also not, I guess, feeling ashamed about it because it was actually like, oh, this is a, a good page turner. It's something that I'm not ashamed to enjoy myself with. I think the number one thing that makes you old is like when you to decide to become old like obviously you got to be responsible whatever that's fine but when you're like like chad said like when farts and shit aren't funny or when you tell yourself that they can't be funny anymore like bro you just gotta like be happy because a lot of people get old and they become bitter yep uh and that just like sucks the life out of you so you just gotta if it's bionicle or if it's farts i'd say they're the same quality so you just gotta enjoy them as much as you can that's a joke i don't think bionicles are better than farts actually uh <laughs> oh. here's here's my second thing i remembered while you were saying that because it was along the same vein, along the same vein um i choose the thing something that keeps me young is that i choose to keep my mind open and continue learning new things and becoming empathetic and inclusive as much as i can and learning how my perspective 
could be wrong and how I might be able to change and adapt it. And I don't become a racist, crotchety old person who decides that I'm going to hate technology and anything that's different than the way that I grew up with it. And so that's how you stay young. Don't be a bigot. Hell yeah. Unless your name is John and you own a food oh, business, then you your can name do whatever you want. And you're a food owner, yes. Well, thanks for that question, <laughs> Cozy. And uh, we good. don't have a game on game show this week because uh, things. And uh, so that brings us to the end of our episode, episode 342 of Respawning Fire. You have homework, which is go to patreon.com slash respawning fire. Vote for our barf games for the match. Well, you just did that. Excellent. Great job. Stop scratching my foot. I swear to science. Um, <laughs> the game of the month is Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Again, that is on Xbox for like $6 right now for the next seven days, I believe. It is not playable on PlayStation at all unless you have a physical disc and a PS3, I believe, at the moment. It used to be on PlayStation yep. Now, and now it is no longer on the PlayStation streaming stuff. Um, and as far as I can tell, I try. I have my PS3, and I was going to try to see if I could hook that up and just download it from the PSN, but as far as I can tell, it is not available digitally to purchase either. So, Xbox is definitely the way to go. And it's like six bucks, and I'm sure it's on Steam too for, I don't know. It is also on PC. I'm looking right now. It is It is on Steam, so you can buy it online, or on a PC, excuse me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So go do that. You also get access to a free 30-day exclusive window, well, free with membership, 30-day exclusive window uh, to our week monthly RAF game show. This month, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit special. We have a special guest host doing a special show for a special reason with a special announcement. That is happening like two days-ish from now. Or if you're hearing this on the day we release it, it's happening today. And we're going to release that to patrons uh, as soon as possible right afterwards. So it's a little bit late this month because it is so special. For all of you who are not patrons, you just got access to, for the first time... Uh, hold on, I'm going to get it right this time. You got one chance. Elf... Bowling the movie, the Great North Pole Elf Strike. I think you got, got it. it. Fuck oh, yes. yeah. Fuck yes. Uh, so that automatically went live audio wise for everyone on February 1st. And then I just now remembered this moment that I have to switch over the video version. So that'll be live here in about 10 seconds too for everyone. And then everyone who's not paying will get access to the new special thing with the secret, cool, awesome, great thing on March 1st. Um, yeah. I think that's the end of everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it all. Go watch that's, that's it Cozy all. Bear's Cooking, Cozy Bear's Kitchen. Cozy Bear's Kitchen <laughs> is the official name of it, right? Cooking in the Kitchen. Cozy Bear's Cooking. Cozy, Cozy Bear's, Bear's Cooking is the official I've name. I stopped calling it Cooking with Cozy, but now it's Cozy Bear's cooking cooking in the kitchen cozy bears cooking in the kitchen it's with, cozy bears cooking cooking in the kitchen with uh, that one uh cooking in the kitchen with cozy god damn it now i'm gonna have that as what's your show twitch.tv slash cozy bear live k-o-z-i-b-e-a-r-l-i-v-e tune in every wednesday from now until march 13th at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time every wednesday not tuesday that's wednesday what you say, correct right? every oh, wednesday you oh. that is what i say I thought he said no, you just said I'm pretty sure. Nope, I'm having a stroke. Don't worry about Rewind. it. Rewind. Seven second delay. Let me un let me unmute this. I thought you said Ah, damn it, I was too late. Um, that's it. That's it for our podcast. Until next time, here's our usual sign off. Don't be a racist. <laughs>